cliffcentral.com. First of all, in case you don't already know this, um, Bulelo is like the biggest coffee fan in the world. He's particular as all hell about coffee. He doesn't just drink anything. He's very uh, choosy. He is uh, a, a snob of the worst kind. You know those people who you see in, you know, those the the wine communities who they'll swirl the glass of wine under their nose and they'll say, well, I, I can pick up a slight hint of this and I definitely see that there are notes of this in my wine. And most of us go, huh? Because we don't pick it up. Well, Bulelo's like that with coffee. But what we've done is we've decided to bring in two guys who are at the absolute top of their game and their names are Teddy Nzama and Ishan Natalie. And they're both in studio with us now. I'm going to Turn on um, Bulelo's microphone here because we've got Ishan sitting there. We've got Teddy sitting outside. We've got uh, these two guys in because almost 50 years ago, and that's how old the company is, Starbucks set out to be a different kind of company uh, with a third-place community where everyone is welcome and respected at the core. Now, Starbucks South Africa is on the same journey, and they only opened in South Africa a short while ago, but they're doing incredible things, and their their aim is to advance social equity for their partners and for communities, mental health, sustainability, and pride are some of the topics that they stand behind. And today we're going to speak to two people about coffee. First of all, we met Ishan last week. How are you, Ishan? Well, thanks. How are you? Nice to see you, man. We met you the other day, and you came in and, and gave us a crash course in coffee, and we'll be posting some stuff on YouTube to give people an idea of what it is that you, you were there to teach us. But just tell us about your background in coffee and how you got into this, because this is your job. It's your life. It's something you know a huge amount about, something you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, I started in 2001 as barista, um, just trying to get away from my dad's business. Um, <laughs> a lot of people didn't really see the value in being a barista at the time, especially my dad. So he disowned me because I was, really? I was meant to study become accounting. Yeah. Um, either do my become accounting or take over the family business, but I chose to be a barista, but I fell in love with that. The craft, the dedication thing where coffee binds people. Um, you know, and I set up my journey on that and it proved to be an amazing career, um, getting to work for some of the best companies in South Africa and the, the world now. So, yeah. I mean, when you see what coffee means to some people, and I know for you, it's, it's a, it's a job and a passion, but for some people, it is absolutely essential to their day. They can't start their day properly unless they have a cup of coffee. We've fortunately, I've got a Starbucks just down the road from my house. So when I feel like the proper thing, I go there. Um, but most of us uh, in South Africa have have had to learn about good coffee. We're not all like Mbolelo and uh, you. Um, most of us have had to learn by kind of getting off of the terrible stuff that you can buy in a can and learning <laughs> learning about beans, learning about grounds, learning about French presses, all of that stuff. So how do you think South Africans are doing on that journey? So, uh, South Africa, I think... If we look at it, a lot of things are due to economics. Um, if you look at the landscape, uh, people generally have been used to drinking instant coffee, which is cheap. But mm. I think as new generations come through, they get used to specialty coffee and coffee shops. And that's a wonderful thing um, that we managed to do at Starbucks SA. And Adrian Maisie, our CEO, um, that's his mission. It's to provide accessibility to our South African consumers of a global brand like Starbucks yeah. so that we start to be um so that the customers get exposed to specialty coffee and and start to experience 
these things that a lot of them have not had the privilege or might not have the opportunity to experience. Now, apparently you coached and mentored Teddy, who's uh, sitting outside the studio there with all the coffee and he's looking very professional. So tell us about how you guys met <laughs> and, and what, what Teddy was like when you first met him. Uh, Teddy, just like you see him right now, you know, just very chilled, relaxed, um, very humble, very passionate about coffee. Um, the first day I met him, he was just this eager beaver sitting there with a lot of our trainees that came up to uh, Johannesburg. We always um, make sure we give, provide the best training, and Teddy was part of that. And he's always followed me um, whenever I did training or events and yeah, it's just a well, awesome humble guy. Well, Teddy, I mean, you now are the um, you're the, the the current Starbucks barista champion across Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. Out of ten thousand partners, you took that title. You've retained it for an extra year. First of all, congratulations, dude! It's it's nice to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. So, how did the how did the love of coffee start with you? Uh, it started uh, in twenty twelve. Uh, after I finished school and my parents didn't have uh, enough money to fit up my education. Mm -hmm. So I did uh, a barista course and I got my certificate as a barista. Uh, and then after that, I was like doing mobile events and working in one of the, the private school and the cafe there. And then Starbucks approached me in 2017. So that's when I joined Starbucks and it's been good. It's been lovely, and I'm loving every moment and and everything about it. Well, uh, Linda says that she knows you because you used to be at the local Starbucks for her, and she says you're an awesome barista. So, what can you what can you guys tell us about coffee? I mean, th there's so many of us who don't know a damn thing about this, and I'll include myself in that. I, I've really I'm a bit of a philistine. It took me a long time to learn the difference. I have maybe one cup of coffee a day, and it may as well be a good one. But for a long time. I was just drinking whatever was around, and I was probably one of those people who was drinking that instant stuff that you guys would probably, you know, smirk at. Certainly, look down <laughs> on me for. Um, wh what do we need to know about coffee, Ishan? What's the most important thing you need to know? Um, coffee is a very subjective product. Um, you know, we all have varying tastes and preferences, and. Every roaster and coffee company out there caters to different customer platforms. Um, you know, the wonderful thing with Starbucks is a lot of people think that we have dark roasted coffee, but mm. we actually have options available. We have a blonde roasted coffee that a lot of people don't know about that is absolutely amazing. It's a lighter roast and the likes. So it's all about – so coffee is a plant. It's a fruit. It's a cherry. And the care that's taken from seed to cup is immense. There's so many hands that touch coffee and that can influence the end product. Um, so it's not a very simple sort of product or industry. It's yeah. a very exciting one at that as well. All right. So you don't, you say it's not only these dark roasts, but you were trying to explain to me the other day this flavor wheel, which is a really complex looking <laughs> thing, but actually it just allows you to figure out what kinds of coffee uh, what kinds of flavors in coffee you like the most, um, and and what is your yeah. what's your preference? Because you probably taste more coffee. You and and Teddy probably probably taste way more coffee than the rest of us do. So, what are your own preferences, Teddy? What do you like the most? So, I enjoy most of the 
the African beans uh, made and roasted, the coffee has to be like juicy and complexity. So as the Kenyan bean that we have in mm -hmm. studio right now, it's very beautiful, well-rounded, with citrus flavors coming through, you know, uh, and it has that nice uh, tomato sauce finish. It's just beautiful. <laughs> And all around this. So I enjoy those type of coffees. You see, this is exactly what I meant about those of us who are, who are Philistines. We don't know. When you say a tomato sauce finish, I'm like, what in coffee? Ew. But it's, I know what you mean. It's, it's, you can pick up the subtleties in these things that maybe some of us can't. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that I love. What about yours, Ishan? What's your favorite? So same, I absolutely love African coffees, but it also depends on the day and the time of day. Um, so African coffees tend to be very fruity and citrus-like. Um, absolutely love that. Um, but then you get coffees like Brazil, which are very sweet and round and smooth. So maybe in the afternoon, I'll prefer a coffee like a Brazil versus a, a great vibrant start to the day with an African coffee. How much of this do you, um, do you drink in a day? How many coffee cups do you have in a day? <laughs> I've had to curb <laughs> my consumption. Um, I used to drink up to way with the 15 cups a day, um, yeah. but I was getting extremely dehydrated. Um, coffee is better for you than bad, uh, as long as you drink a lot of water. Um, so now I manage about two cups a day just okay. to keep me on a balance. That's not yeah. so bad. I know some people who are having upwards of four or five a day, and that's just to survive because they've got these really pressurized jobs, and it, it, it stimulates their brains enough <laughs> to keep them awake. All right, so let's just talk about this for a second, because Starbucks is one of the largest purveyors of coffee in the world, um, and, and you guys support millions and millions of farmers all over the world who do an incredible job of bringing those beans to the rest of us. So how much coffee does Starbucks actually purchase every year? So we purchase upwards of 272 um, million kilograms of coffee from 30 producing countries across the world. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's absolutely insane. Yeah. And Star Starbucks has... <laughs> and our cupping team in Seattle. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, your cupping team in Seattle? Yeah, they, they cup about... Uh, yeah, the team, the quality team in Seattle cups up to, up to 250,000 coffees a year in terms of quality checks and helping our farmers. It's amazing. So you, you actually have your own farm as well, though. Starbucks owns its own farm. Yeah, correct. Um, it's in Costa Rica. It's called Hacienda Alsalcia, which translates to plantation of creativity. And that's where our world's best agronomists get to work and experiment to combat climate change uh, or the effects of climate change on coffee mm -hmm. and support our farmers with better growing practices um, and social practices as well. Now, how important is is consistency here? Because Starbucks is pretty unique across the world. But there, if I have a cup in New York, and I have a cup in Hyde Park, I can I can taste that it's the same quality of coffee. How do you guys even get that right? So it's two things. Um, Ninety percent of your cup is water. So we use really um, great quality water filter systems that we test the water in each specific site to make mm. sure we get water filters um, installed to get water to the perfect point across all stores across the world. And coupled with that is a more uh, bolder roast. We push our roasts a bit further, um, even though medium roasts are roasted a bit longer so that there's you don't pick up the diff subtle differences in water across the world and you get the same flavor profile um because coffee will taste different everywhere when you roast lighter now when teddy when they talk about you guys as being partners um you know the, the employees at starbucks being partners what does that actually mean 
So Starbucks <clears throat> partners, uh, it means uh, as 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 employees of Starbucks, we are family. You know, uh, there's a, a big relationship between us. Uh, partners mm -hmm. uh, in the store and at the head office, you know, so it's just like an amazing thing. That's I think that's another thing that makes me want to join Starbucks, you know, because I'm I, I feel like I'm part of the family, and with everything, there's so much growth with within the company, you know, and like for me, like four years ago, I was just a, a barista. And today, I'm part of the ops and and, and beverage trainer. Wow! You know, uh, and, and, for and the these, so, And these incredible awards that you've won along the way—I mean, that's something that I'm really interested in. The, the journey that you've taken towards winning the international Starbucks Barista Championship. How how did that happen? And and tell us about the journey. So, uh, about my journey. So, it, this this is is crazy because you know when uh, I started uh, at Starbucks, you know, like. Four years ago, so Ishan was one of the guys who were like, you know, there's like an amazing thing that Starbucks do, which is the barista competition, and uh, you should take part uh, in the barista competition because I can see you're driven, you got passion and your knowledge, mm -hmm. which is like amazing, you know. So uh, I was so scared because uh, I only had like three months with Starbucks when I started. Uh, and then I did the burst competition for the kid, for the kids in uh, Florida Road store, yeah. which is the store that I work there. And then I won the kids in. Actually, it was like crazy because I was <laughs> against the the our kids in district coffee master. So I won against <laughs> the guy that you know was it has he has been with Starbucks for. Since Starbucks started in, in in South Africa, wow! So yeah, for me it was me giving a run and just showing him that uh, I can do it as well. And amazing. I came on top, and from there, just you know, just being amazing. That's so great and beautiful. Have you have you yeah. have you been going around the country, kind of showing how good you are at this, even other other parts of the world, um, just making people amazing coffees. Yeah, so yeah, Ishan created like a, a roadshow for me after the, the world stage. And so I visited store sharing the passion, the knowledge and the skill and sharing what's happening in the international level, you know. Yeah. And on the other side, because South Africa, yeah, we are the new kids and on the block, but on the coffee side and the EMEA level, they know that South Africa they might be kids in the game, but we are big. We love are it. big, and we just love coffee. We're crazy about coffee. Now, yeah. another thing that people have a, a misconception about is that Starbucks coffee is all one of a kind, and that it's all strong, mm. and that it's all this dark roast stuff that you spoke about earlier. So, Sean, just correct these misperceptions, because people need to know that there's a variety of stuff, and you don't have to just go and get the same coffee every time. If you are particular, like someone like Mbolelo might be or somebody else who's listening to us now, you can actually ask for a particular kind of coffee, a particular kind of roast, and you guys have a huge selection of, of coffees available, right? 
Yeah, exactly. On the bar, um, as espresso drinks, we have the blonde lighter roast and the signature Starbucks dark roast. Um, it's just that a lot of people have previously tried only the dark roast um, before we launched the blonde roast and have this perception that all of our coffees are dark, which is not true. Um, our blonde roast is beautiful, mellow, sweet, beautiful acidity, really soft. It's my favorite coffee. And then in terms of our retail coffees, we have from light to dark roast. So there's something for everybody our Starbucks system. And that's the thing about our company. And that's what Adrian, our owner, drives us to to also get people to understand is that we have something for everybody, you know. Um, so there's a lot of misperception, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. we always welcome people. Come join us for a coffee tasting. Our partners are really passionate, very knowledgeable, and we will help you taste your way to the coffee that suits do, you. Do you, you know, do you guys look down on, and you can be honest with me here. It's okay. I'm not going to hold it against you. Do mm-hmm. you guys look down on people who put a huge amount of sugar and milk in their coffee? Do you, do you think more highly of people who just drink a good plain black coffee? So I'll answer first and then Teddy can go. Um, I used to be that person. Mm. Um, until I joined Starbucks and, and I realized that, you know what, by doing that, you're being exclusive. Yeah. Um, and I, I've learned to be all inclusive as a person through Starbucks quite a lot, Starbucks South Africa through our Ubuntu, um, concept, you know, of unity and the likes. And hey, the best cup of coffee for anyone is whatever they feel it is and what they add to it. So, well, everyone's welcome to. I mean, look, look at this. So we've got Onkopotse who says, damn it, now I want a flat white. We've got Kyle who says, I have a Starbucks 10, 10 kilometers from me in Cape Town in Durbanville. So that's obviously good news for, for Kyle. Um, there are also people who say, uh, for example, here, Wendy says, well done, Teddy, going out and making a living for yourself. We're so super proud of you. And I think that's true. I mean, like where we can create opportunities for people and they can become the experts and the masters. That's what we'd like to see the most, right? Jean says, if there are two yeah. things that it's worth splashing your cash on, it's good quality toilet paper and bloody good Starbucks coffee. <laughs> so you are lots of fans here in that respect. Um, now, Robin cool. says, I used to, I like to drink whatever country I'm in, um, in terms of the coffee. Right now I'm drinking Roma Espresso. How do you mean like that? Um, here's another one. Thank you. It's so cool, Gareth and Bolello, for having these gents on. Sure thing, Ruth. Um, how about coffee from Indonesia, where the source that the coffee ke- beans come from is a civet's uh, poop, apparently the most expensive coffee in the world. Is that any good? Have you had that? It's called, what, Kapaluak or something, right? What is what is that stuff? Sean? Yeah, so it's it's Kapiluak. Um, it's uh, these wildcats in Indonesia called the civets, mm. and, and they pick up the coffee cherries off the ground and, and eat. And unfortunately, the seed, which is the coffee bean, is not uh, digestible, so that passes through the digestive tract. Um, <laughs> and it, they say it creates this refined... It, coffee, yeah, if I had it, I really I haven't enjoyed it. I also don't endorse it because um, there's a lot of um, issues around the treatment of the subcats in captivity. So, yeah. I see Mbulelo. I have had it, Gareth. You have had it? Yeah, I, I've had it. It's absolute tosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't don't do it. Oh, really? It's, it's exactly. absolute tosh. You, you wouldn't go with it? Okay, so. No, I've had it. It's, it's tosh. How did I know Mbulelo would have had it before? I, I just had the sneaky suspicion. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for, for coming in. I'm, uh, I'm 
delighted that we got to test your coffee last week and that you're actually back in studio today. And Teddy, keep doing the amazing work that you're doing and, and well done on all the uh, victories that you've had so far. I hope to come and have a, a coffee that's made expertly by you one day um, and, and test it out for myself. And Ishan, I know you know what you're talking about because we did try some coffee with you the other day and you taught me an enormous amount. <laughs> so guys, thank that you. Fun. And keep uh, flying the flag high. It's terrific to see you. Thanks, Garrett and team. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, thank you very much, guys, for having me. Cheers, bye. That's the team from Starbucks, Ishan and uh, Teddy, and they both are really, really expert in what they're talking about here when it comes to coffee. And we we so often discuss this on the show. We often like to get the experts in to help uh, help us figure out exactly where we're right, wrong, or where we could do with a little more education. That was the purpose of this morning. Cliffcentral.com.